Welcome to the Bullcast Podcast. I'm Katie Pickler, and with me, as always, is Court Winsett. As always, as Katie. As always. And Cameron Spann. Hello. <laughs> okay, so this one, we're going to kind of promote something going on here at Pickler Wells, and it's pretty exciting. And so it's something called the Power Years Network. Power. <laughs> and uh, Cam's going to explain a little bit more about what that is. But you know us, we like our list. And so when you think about power. Power, you know, power, power. <laughs> I think about being invincible. What do you guys invincible? think about? Mm, yeah, songs that make you feel invincible. I feel like, who has the power on this podcast? I've got the power. <laughs> like of the three of us, who has the most power? Yeah. I mean, I guess me, because I edit, I can cut out whatever I want to. Exactly. I can sneak in here and add whatever I want to as well. You can. Um, I do have to give a shout out. I just found out that we have probably what I'm going to document is the youngest listener. My best friend or husband texted me and said, if next time Amelia sees you, if she gets really excited when she hears your voice, it's because we've been listening to Bullcast in the mornings in the car. And I'm like, well, that's fun. How old is this child? She just turned one recently. We've officially hit Generation Alpha. <laughs> Our reach is wide. Yeah, that kind of segues into this is that this podcast, and I feel like I've pitched it a lot recently. We really try and make it for all ages and try and touch on different subjects. And so this one kind of is going the opposite direction of our sweet one-year-old and going towards those that are later in life <laughs> and maybe retired and kind of in their their golden or, years. Or, or maybe they want to retire. Yeah. Maybe they won't retire for years. I don't know. The age that we're focusing on is 50 really? plus. Oh, yeah. 50 That's plus. Right. And uh, I know only one person in this room who is nearing that milestone, and I'm nowhere near retirement. <laughs> okay, before we get deep into that, I did just want to do a little shout out to little Amelia out there. Absolutely. Okay, so these are the- Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so we've got a list. Indeed, we always have a list. Yeah, this is a powerful list. Indeed, because it is for powerful people. About- Power songs, right? Absolutely. So, I mean, there's songs that pump you up. There's songs you listen to, like, to get in a certain vibe. Because, like, I had this conversation when we were making this list. Like, mm -hmm. something in the air tonight, Phil Collins, is, like, such a vibe song. Like, yeah, it just gets you excited. But it's not necessarily like a, I feel powerful. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I started got, thinking I feel pretty. You know, you've got different kinds of power songs. Certainly, there are songs about women empowerment, female empowerment, so forth. I'm and, every woman. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and, and then you've got other songs. They're literally, I've got the power. You yeah. Know, so, there's songs like that as well. It's a very broad category, but the idea is empowerment or power songs. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. R-E-S-P-E-C-T. Hmm. Respect. Miss Aretha Franklin. Did you find out what that means to you? Yeah. It's a good one. <laughs> no, I mean, there's a ton out there. You know, listen, if we're just talking about like women empowerment, you've got things like I Am Woman by Helen Reddy or uh, Respect by Aretha Franklin or Nine to know, Five Dolly Parton or anything like that. I Will but Survive. For some reason, when I was thinking about this, I was going with cheesy 80 movies and cheesy 80 movies empowerment songs. So like You're the Best from Karate Kid is, is one of my favorites. You know, you're the best around. I love that one. I think it's uplifting. Well, I'll take a U-turn from y'all's list. <laughs> go something a little newer. I'm going to go with Humble by Kendrick Lamar. Uh, yeah. That, that really pumps me up. And that boy is a poet mm. if you listen to his lyrics. Indeed. Not for small children, though. No. Another poet, uh, Miss Alicia Keys, Girl on Fire. This girl is on fire. David Gaeta with Sia does Titanium. 
That's which right. uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. Guilty pleasure over here would be Ball with the Ball by Kid Rock. <laughs> I just oh, love, I it. love it. Especially too. when they play it at Grizz Games. It's so good. Yeah, that really does get you pumped up. I got to throw a Foo song in there. I mean, Foo gets okay. me pumped up. Sure. So, which one? Which one? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you didn't actually say a song. <laughs> For 40 Under 40, you walked out to. I did Everlong, but Everlong. all my life, I feel like it's probably a good, like, pump up. It's. All my life. All my life, I've been searching for something, so it's like, come on, like, you know, get powerful. I mean, you know, when, whenever it comes to Foo, I'm always going to go with Hero. Just, That's enough, yeah. You know, because I, I love that song. But uh, wh what about Eye of the Tiger, man? Oh, uh, yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. That's a classic. Absolutely. What about Bodies by Drowning Pool? <laughs> the bodies at the floor. <laughs> <laughs> You're hitting the more harder I, stuff. I'm getting some harder uh, stuff. What there. about Proud Mary by Tina Turner? Oh, yeah. That's good. Sure, yeah. Listen, I am deeply mired in the 80s right now, guys, but I can't help it. I, I'm going to go with uh, Don't Stop Believing" by Journey. Oh, uh, yeah. so good. Yeah, yeah. What I'm doing here is I'm just going through my running playlist. <laughs> I mean, because that's what gets me pumped up. Uh, I will go with Stronger by Kanye West. Okay. All right. Hit me with your best shot. Pat oh, Benatar. Pat Benatar. Yeah, absolutely. Now, see, the thing is, with my running list, uh, it's all just a bunch of heavy beats and electronica. You know, it's it's dubstep and stuff like that, because I, I like stuff that has a good, loud rhythm that I can pace myself to. So, Like Skrillex? Yeah, exactly. But uh, that doesn't stop me from uh, from loving the, the other stuff. Like, for instance, I don't know, say maybe some Springsteen, Born to Run. Mm. Mm. Maybe yeah. we were born to run. Do, 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 do. That's good. I will go with uh, Numb slash Encore. That is the mashup between oh, Linkin Park and Jay-Z. It was so good. Mm. Such a good one. Okay, what about Born This Way, Lady Gaga? I mean, you know, if you feel like telling people you were born this way makes you yeah, makes you empowered. <laughs> and, and since we're talking about contemporary female singers, what about "Stronger" by Kelly Clarkson? What That's doesn't kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> that was perfect. Good job. <laughs> what about "Brave" by Katy Perry? Mm. That's a good one. Confident Demi Lovato. Okay, how about um, "I Will Survive" by uh, Gloria Gaynor? You know, of course, that's going a good back one. in time a little bit again. What about Uprising by Muse? Y'all heard that? I love that's that. Muse is so good. They've got good pump up music. That song is, yeah. And that guy's voice is it's incredible. Ridiculous. It's yeah. absolutely out of this world. I'm a new fan of Harry Styles, but as it was, is definitely like. Doo -doo 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 -doo. It's like bubbly. It makes you it makes you happy. Well, speaking of which, okay, so you know, empowerment song, power songs. Not exactly what people might consider a power song, but something that I definitely feel is uplifting for me. And people find it amusing that I like this song as much as I do because it's sort of counterintuitive when you consider how grumpy I am normally. But I love uh, Happy. It's a good one. I, Absolutely. I got to see that live at the Oscars. I got to see Pharrell perform that. Man, see, that song just makes me... That <laughs> Katie's song, flipping me off right now. <laughs> that song just makes me bounce. You also I saw Lady Gaga sing Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Did I? Yeah, yeah, you did, because I got all a blur. real salty. I got to see Adele Dazim as well. <laughs> and I, I also want to point out, okay, this next one that I have on my list, this one's kind of, I, I don't know if this has been canceled as a song, because certainly the singer is not the most popular right now, but um, very uplifting song, I Believe I Can Fly oh, by R. Kelly. Yes. Oh, man. You know? I, That's I mean, a good one. They played it in Space Jam. Do you all remember? Oh, absolutely. It, yeah. Um, okay, so I'm just going to go through the last few here. Listen, I obviously have a, a Sia thing because uh, Unstoppable made my list as well by Sia. And then I always think of Cameron anytime I include this band, but uh, Beautiful Day, mm. very, very uplifting, upbeat you song. You too. I love it. I love it. Then Everybody Dance Now. Everybody, Everybody Dance Now. 
<laughs> and then finally, kind of my fight song, Lose Yourself by Eminem. <gasps> yes, it's a good Man. one. I love that song. I'm ready to break through a wall right now. Yes. <laughs> Repeat. I was looking around like, who's in here? Um, You just triggered something with Uh-oh. me. Uh-oh. So uh, I was had the pleasure of hanging out with uh, Court's wife and his sister-in-law. And we started talking about Court's love for Diet Coke. Mm. When did she, this come up? I don't recall this conversation. You were at the other end of the table. No, oh, okay. And she made some comment about how, you know, you used to be a big Tab fan. Yes. And then said, yeah, but, you know, then when Diet Coke got invented, my mind was blown. <laughs> Court, do you know Court was alive when Diet Coke was invented? How old are you? (laughs) (laughs) To me, it's just been around for like 80 years, 90 years. No, 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 no. It It actually like 1982 or something. Yeah, it it actually was. It was released when I was in the third grade. So, but it's just Court's older than Diet Coke. (laughs) You should be proud of that. I mean, you know, the thing about it is, is for years after Diet Coke came out, my, my sister and I both continued to be hardcore Tab fans. Mm. So w- I, I pretty much drank Tab uh, until Coke discontinued it entirely. Yeah. So um, because the big thing was Diet Coke came out when something that we're all familiar with called NutraSweet mm-hmm. came out. NutraSweet, of course, is also known as aspartame. And when Diet Coke came out, it had NutraSweet in it because saccharin, which was the artificial sweetener before... You know a lot about this. Yes, I do. (laughs) Saccharin, which was the artificial sweetener before NutraSweet slash aspartame, it was determined that it was bad, okay? So saccharin (laughs) supposedly caused cancer. So saccharin was bad. So that's why, you know, you'll you'll see people that avoid uh, sweet and low because it has saccharin in it. And people were trying to shift away from tab because it had saccharin and Diet Coke had NutraSweet, which was supposedly better for you. Well, it turns out now they're saying aspartame causes yeah. cancer. So pretty much anything you shove into a rat when you... When you <laughs> When you when you give a rat like twenty times its body weight in aspartame or NutraSweet or saccharin or tobacco or anything else, it's going to get cancer. That's just what happens, I think. So, but you did read that article that you don't drink near the amount of diet cokes that that one guy on that article recently. I'm not sure that I know the the article that you're. Your wife sent it to you because it was about how much diet coke you have to drink in a day to get cancer from diet coke. I got you. Okay, no, I, apparently I don't drink that much, but challenge accepted. I oh mean, Lord, come on. Okay, so, so yes, yeah, sorry, I had to throw the Diet Coke thing in there, but we are not making fun of anybody who is alive when Diet Coke was invented. You guys know us. We just have to pick at each other anytime we can, but it kind of is segueing, you know, the power years, which Cam's about to really kind of dive deeper into it, but it is geared towards 50 and older. So if you remember when Diet Coke was invented, we're talking to you, kid. <laughs> Here's to you, kid. Yeah, yeah. I just say one other thing. I, since we're on the whole tab Diet Coke Court thing. actually oh invented Diet Coke. Did you know that? <laughs> Did no, you do this? I just, one of my favorite scenes in um, Back to the Future, in the original Back to the Future, which, of course, came out in 1984, I think. So just right after Diet Coke was invented. Michael J. Fox, when he goes into a diner back in the 50s, after he's traveled back in time, he goes into a diner and orders a tab. And the guy at the counter of the diner looks at him and says, well, I can't give you the tab until you order something, kid. And I always found that very amusing. But then I was a big tab drinker. So 
other people are like, what that? You know, my son loves Back to the Future, but he didn't know what the hell Tab is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was Tab a Coke product? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It was made by Coke. Do we want to talk any more about Coke before <laughs> tab, we move along? Tab, Diet Coke. It, it'll Coke. probably anyway. sprinkle in somewhere. But Cam, why don't you explain what this power of yours is that we keep teasing and talking about? Absolutely. So our firm, Pickler Wealth Advisors, we just launched, and I mean just launched, our new nonprofit, which is the Power Years Network. And uh, this nonprofit will host monthly events, which are free. So you're saying Power Years Network. What do you mean by power? We're talking about 50 years old and older. Well, we also refer to it as the third chapter, which is another jargony term. So in your first chapter, you're born, you go through school. Your second chapter is college, career, everything up until retirement. Well, with today's technological and medical advancements, people are living longer and stronger than ever. Mm -hmm. So it's not like retirement and then death. It is years and years, sometimes decades after retirement. That is your third chapter. And a lot of people are in their third chapter and they're like, what am I going to do with my life? I've got years and years to go. Well, these are your power years. And that's what the Power Years Network is for, is to support and encourage this group of people with our free sessions. We're bringing in speakers every month to discuss a wide range of topics, which we're going to talk about a little bit later in the show. But I think it's a cool way for these these people in this age group to come together and network and learn and workshop together. Plus, there's free breakfast. Free breakfast. And it kind of goes hand in hand with planning. So yeah, someone who is 50, maybe like, I'm still, you know, going to work another 5, 10, 15, 20 standing. years. Or they're still standing. Hopefully, yeah, you know. But it's kind of great to have awareness and be able to understand what your third chapter looks like, even if you are still in your working areas. Because there's some people that are able to work until they're 70, 80, 90, whatever it may be. Mm. They're going to keep working. And so this isn't just for people who are retired. This is for anybody. And I kind of think it's also for people that, yes, it's geared more towards people who are 50 and older, but I think it's awareness for some of younger people about if your parents are in this age group, then thinking ahead of, you know, being an ally and a resource for them and telling them about things like these. That's right. For example, I'm going to let the cat out of the bag on one of our sessions. Our first one in September is it's all about adult day centers. And so, like you said, Katie, that's where younger people could come and learn about uh, like a day center for aging adults. And they can kind of take that to heart when their parents become that age. Yeah, because when we're talking to somebody who is working and thinking about retiring, they want that peace of mind of, hey, I'm financially able to retire. Are you mentally ready to retire? Because that's two totally different things. But then it's also, what are you going to do in retirement? And I actually was having a conversation with a client the other day and kind of, you know, comparison with the Power Years Network, but then I'm going to branch off and personalize it, is really starting to re-ask the same questions I ask somebody when they first become a client with us. And it's what keeps you up at night? What are your dreams and goals? You know, if somebody told you you only had a couple of years to live, what would you want to do? Because when you are, you know, in your 30s, 40s, you have one answer. When you're looking at, hey, I'm about to retire, your answers are totally different. And you need to really think about what does life look like? Do you want to stay in your home? Do you want to be put in a adult daycare? And what are the options out there? What are you going to do to keep your physical and mental mind going? Because hmm. it's so much of it is, yeah, you retire, and what are you going to do? 
Uh, I'm going to move to New Zealand. I think we have that well established at this point. I'm moving to New Zealand. Yep. So let me let me run down these points real quick because I, I know that y'all kind of y'all hit on all these. I think, but I want to make sure that everybody is hearing us clearly. We have created this to to offer support to people who are in their third chapter, in their power years, after the age of 50, entering into that time period where you're really looking to retire and en- enjoy the, the fruits of the long labor that you've put in throughout your life. The sessions that we are offering are for free. It is free. We do not charge for attendance to these sessions. We're a nonprofit. We're not looking to profit off of this. This is free and open to anyone. We focus on issues and subject matter that we think is important to people that are in that third chapter or approaching that third chapter in their power years. But it is open to anyone, like Katie just said. And I will say, while it is free, we do ask that you register online. It will help (laughs) us with the headcount. And we're going to pitch the URL at the end. But for right now, I'll say it. It is poweryearsnetwork.org. Okay. Um, It is monthly. So it is the first First Thursday Thursday of of every month. month. We're not doing it in December. We did that perfectly in unison. We did. That was like chef's kiss. You think we can do it again? I doubt it very seriously. Doubt it very seriously. Yeah. So we're taking Um, December off because mm. you may be in your third chapter, but you're busy with Christmas parties, holiday parties, whatever it may be. So we want to make sure that we don't have to skip a great session because you've got another commitment. Another side note, just because I'm feeling frisky today, mm. uh, you know, the holiday party season, everybody has a holiday party and uh, and everybody goes to like five, six, seven holiday parties over the season. And my goodness, it's uh, it gets so tiresome. My brother and my sister-in-law threw a holiday party for a long time. They threw it prior to Thanksgiving and called it the kickoff the holidays party or Coth uh, for short. And the idea was they wanted to throw a holiday party like a lot of other people throw them, but they didn't want it to be in that time where everybody is just absolutely mired down with I may have to steal that. After I party. love that. Yeah. So super, super idea. Um, but basically we're taking December off because people have other things on their mind, I guess, you know. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So it's it's monthly other than December. Right. First Thursday of every month. It, it is free, including a free breakfast. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're not just offering bagels and melon. Seriously, like, have you not ever been to like a Hampton Inn and oh, they're like, yes. oh, yeah. free I breakfast? It's funny and you said bagels like and melon. Melon and a little box of yeah, cereal. Yeah. I can't yeah. stand melon. Now we're so going to have some good food. When I am told that I get a free breakfast and I get to the free breakfast and it's melon, I'm going to be disappointed. Well, we're offering more than just some darn melon, okay? When you come, you can uh, drink a Diet Coke with Quart. Mm, absolutely. Shout out to 100%. Heart and Soul Catering. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Heart and Soul Catering. This Great. show is sponsored by Heart and Soul. Yep. <laughs> okay. So, and then obviously, you know, hopefully you will meet people, like-minded people who you can, uh, you know, share your information with, make some friends, make some buddies, uh, make some connections, network, whatever you want to do. That will be, again, once a month, every first Thursday of the month. And what are we going to do? Who are we going to have? Who's going to be talking? It's not just going to be more of you having to sit around and listen to us. We're actually bringing in some experts in their fields. Cameron, you already sort of teased one, but go ahead. Yeah, I'll dive into it. Our inaugural session is on September 7th. By the way, these are from 9.30 to 11 a.m., Every time, every month, 9.30 to 11 a.m. The first one is Caring Connections, the Vital Role of Adult Day Centers for Memory Loss Support. Our speakers will be from Paige Robbins Adult Day Center. Mm-hmm. Now, Paige Robbins is a, is a local organization. They're not nationwide. It's a local organization that was actually started by somebody. 
very influential. Started by an influential Collierville-ian and named after his mother, Mother. I think. Yeah, it's his mom. Yeah, in the session, you'll learn about the benefits of adult day programs and caregiver support groups. Again, I think this is great for people of any age. Yeah, I think that caregiver support group is really big of knowing that because while I kind of mentioned, you know, it may be the children, but it's also you start thinking about it that there may be situations of people in this group that it may not be that they're thinking about them needing it, but they may have friends who may have lost spouses or may have their spouses still, but they're starting to show signs of this. And so having these resources, having these different groups that when you can then know about this, because we're offering this to you free, but it's really, we're giving you a lot of information that then hopefully you will spread to other people. Exactly. I haven't experienced this, but I would believe that when your parents, when you go through that stage, when they're having memory issues and getting older, it's probably really mentally taxing Mm -hmm. on you Mm -hmm. as a caregiver. So coming to this will give you a a leg up, I would say. You're going to get a lot of good information of how to prepare for that. It doesn't necessarily have to be happening in your life at this time, but it's going to be great. Yeah, absolutely. The next one, Reimagining Beauty, um, Aesthetics and Empowerment in the Power Years. So this is Astoria Aesthetics and Wellness. So in this, they're going to talk about the commitment to making individuals feel empowered and welcome. So I'm excited about this one. I think it's going to be fun because just because you're getting older doesn't mean that you stop caring about yourself. And definitely, you know, there's, there's going to be a later episode that is going to talk about more your well-being, your health, your physical. But this is about how you feel with your, you know, maybe it's facials, maybe it's hair care, things like that. Potentially Botox. Botox, different things like that. I mean, plastic surgery, who knows, whatever it is, whatever you want to do. But that's the thing is, is that um, funny thing I saw the other day. uh, It was a picture of this sweet little older couple. And somebody was like asking for a friend. But when you get older... Do you look at somebody who's, you know, like white haired and go, they're very attractive? Because like now that's not what you find attractive. It's like, so you you switch, you change. Listen, okay. (laughs) Funny that you should mention that. But I have noticed that, for instance, my kids, I point out someone who I'm like, oh, wow, that person is very attractive. And they're like, oh, that person is old. (laughs) I'm like... Oh really? So your attraction wow. does okay. grow. Yeah, with you. it change it changes yeah. as as you mature and as you age, your your tastes mature and age with you. Now, obviously there are a lot of people out there who would say that that's not necessarily true for everyone, you know, they'll talk about the silver fox. Yeah, and yeah. The, They'll talk about the guys that go out and marry women half their age and so forth. And, you know, there's there there are obviously those those stereotypes out there as well. But Steve Martin, when he wanted to get younger and he do y'all remember this? Oh, the bride and he, yeah, do he, it, man. he dyed his hair yeah. dark. And so and she's like, who are you? Of course, Steve Martin, his hair turned white when he was young, 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 young. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But. I know that's something like, especially as a woman, um, we were actually talking about this, is how there's this really cool photo technique out there right now that actually a company published a picture of my father-in-law for an award. And it was really cool how it was kind of like almost gritty. And we were talking about it with a photographer friend of ours, Kimberly Wayne Hill. She's been on the show. Mm -hmm. And how for men, wrinkles and things like that are a sign of like, Oh, they've, you know, they've lived a life. They have a lot of knowledge. But for a woman, it's not. Most of, I, Why is that? I wonder when that started. Because I, to me, it shows a life well lived. You've laughed. You've, 
you've cried, you know, you've you've gotten those wrinkles somehow. Yeah. But see, and then like the thing is, is like, what's the female version of a silver fox? Like a guy starts getting a little gray in their beard or a little gray in their hair and it's like salt and pepper. And it's like, oh, you got a little salt and pepper going on. When a woman, your roots start showing and they're like white or you've got like some white streaks coming through. It's not. It Katie, doesn't Katie it sounds like we've set impossible standards in our culture. <laughs> well, yeah. And so I think that's why it's kind of a place like I've never been to this Astoria, but I'm sure it's probably one of those that focuses on skincare routines and things because women do show the signs in their face a lot more because we've had years and years of makeup and what can you do to start preventing and keeping your face and your skin, everything looking good, your hair as it starts transitioning. Like my mom and I've had this conversation before. If a woman's hair like is just that beautiful, like white or like a little bit of white with a little gray and it's gorgeous, but it's like, you don't do that overnight. Like there was, there had to have been a transition process in that. So it's like, okay, you may be coloring your hair. Although I did notice with COVID, there was a lot of women that because they couldn't get to the hairstylist, they have now gone gray because they couldn't get to the hairstylist. They weren't coloring their hair. And so they kind of used the COVID years as their transition years with their hair. Mm -hmm. I know y'all are like, well, but see, this is what women have to deal with. And it's we want to feel young and youthful because there is a lot of standards of, you know, the difference between men and women. Men and women. So I'm excited to hear that one. And that's on October 5th. Uh, I am amused by the fact that I got the next one. It's called Navigating Grief, Coping Strategy and Support for Those Experiencing Loss, specifically. Um, This is presented by Kimmons Wilson Family Center for Good Grief. It is coming up on November the 2nd, so uh, it's it's right around the the most important day of the year. (laughs) I like that their center is called Good Grief. Yeah. Because it's important to grieve. It's healthy to grieve Mm -hmm. when it's time. Yeah. Yeah. You think about it, people, as you get older, you're not just grieving a loved one. I mean, you're not just grieving like what you would consider just a loved one, you know, parents and spouses and stuff. Your best friend, your neighbor, so much grief around it. Grieving losing your job and not mean losing, but like retiring because you are transitioning away from who you are. You are forever a career individual. And so, you know, like if I am sitting here and I'm 80 years old and I finally decide I'm going to retire, I would have such a hard time switching from being a financial advisor, being on this podcast, you know, doing this to then being retired. And so I think that's a grief that a lot of people don't talk about is, yes, it's grieving humans and grieving the loss of a loved one, but also the loss of your identity because it's shifted. That's right. And I'm guilty of this, assuming older people don't grieve. To me, it's the younger people, the people with families or college or career. But older people grieve too. Yeah, They lose friends. They're worried about their family, their children, their grandchildren. So I think it's it's important. Yeah, because I was talking to a friend of mine who was having to take some time off because she's having a baby and she was really worried about her identity and she was just going to be mom, which there was nothing wrong with that. But she wanted to go back to being a teacher and mom. And so I just started thinking about that. It's you have that as you're so in your 50s and beyond, your kids aren't needing you as much. So there's some grief there because you're not that support person that they need. And that's hard, although it's still I don't know how you guys are, but um, when I call my mom and she doesn't answer, I'm like, what are you doing? I am your child. Mm -hmm. Answer the phone. Like, hello. (laughs) (laughs) And it's really bad. But that's like the first instinct of like. 
mom, like, what could you be doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I'm really looking forward to this session, mainly because of the coping mechanisms they'll teach us. Yeah, I think it'll be huge because everybody grieves in so many different ways. And I think that a lot of times people think there should be a time period. Like, mm-hmm. oh, it's been a year. You should be over it by now. But well, everybody's different. Yeah. And it could be a song that comes on that makes you think of that person or, you know, a situation you're in and just how do you get through that? And especially if that is a person you associated with certain things and that's how you cope with it. Yeah. And some people's grief kicks in way earlier. Say your your parent has, has Alzheimer dementia and you're preparing for that and yeah. you kind of grieve early. And some people grieve way after the fact. Mm-hmm. So you just have to be patient with people. Everybody's different. Well, you know, it's interesting. One of the things that you have to consider is the fact that if you are the majority of our population of humanity. If you are human, you have experienced love. And if you have experienced love, you are highly likely to have experienced loss. Mm -hmm. And so love and grief are almost inextricably intertwined. Mm. You know, you cannot, you cannot have one without having the other because all things that you love eventually are probably going to go away and that causes grief. So how are you going to address that? And I think that that's one of the things that the Kim's Wilson Family Center for Good Grief does. They help children, teens, adults. They have a camp called Camp Good Grief for kids. You know, they have a Camp Good Grief for for teenagers. Um, But then they also have counseling for any age. They do, obviously, community outreach. They're doing some community outreach through us with this session. So they're fighting the good fight. Yeah, I'm glad you said the kids thing. I know this is, we're talking about the power year stuff, but Mm -hmm. um, I was talking to somebody the other day and, you know, I don't have kids yet, but why is it that kids, we don't ever just accept, you know what, they're just having a rough day. Like for an adult, if somebody's being like, I was having a rough day earlier and Robin came and brought me a Sonic Diet Coke and, you know, cheered me up, but it was just kind of accepted like, hey, I'm having a rough day. But with kids, it's like, why are you having an attitude? Why are you being quiet? Why are you doing this? Snap out of it. And it's like, no, kids are allowed to have a bad day too. And especially since COVID, man, that really wrecks some small kids. Mm. But I mean, uh, yeah, that, that place is fantastic. Quarter, are you still grieving, Tab? Uh, no, no. As a matter of fact, um, you know, I, di- I gave all of those caveats about most of humanity loving and so forth. I lost my heart in a tragic accident early on in my life. And I feel like I've, that would have been better. I lost my heart in a dive bar in Texas or yeah, something. Yeah, <laughs> I've been living heartless for, for the majority of my life. I, I feel no emotions whatsoever. I, I have the emotional depth of a, of a potato puddle of, of still water. <laughs> Malarkey. I'll wrap up our uh, roster of events by giving a tease to our first event in 2024. That would be on January 4th, Thriving Through Movement, Unlocking the Power of Exercise and Activity in the Golden Years. This is presented by the Linda Curley Center, which is located here in Collierville. In this session, the speaker will discuss the importance of activity in your third chapter and how you can harness the power of longevity through activity. Now, I love this one because I've read a ton of articles about how exercise really can help stave off mental decline, uh, mm-hmm. d- deterioration of, of your of your muscles, of your mind. Great it, for it, the heart. Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, so I'm a big believer in exercise anyway. You know, if you've ever done anything, you've heard somebody talk about the, the, the benefits of exercise, but I, I really like that they're stressing the benefits of exercise in people who are aging, not necessarily aged, 
but just aging. Is, aging. Well, and it's it remains important throughout yeah, your life. Basically. It is because you want to keep everything moving, and then it helps with if you do take a fall or if you do things, and you've got you know your bones, your bones, your bones, <laughs> your jabronis. <laughs> Your bones are hopefully not as brittle. Um, I mean, I'm going through rehab right now with my knee after surgery, and it's just crazy how fast. Like, I danced for 18-plus years. I have a lot of strength in my legs, but how quickly I lost strength in my leg just from the little bit of time that I was down and not putting weight on it. Oh, now, let's not. You've been laying off on that leg, probably favoring it for quite a while. So it's probably been somewhat... But you know. still, it's it's one of those that I'm still being active and I've, you know, trying to rebuild all that muscle and stuff mm. and it's taking time. 100. And so that's where if you're too sedentary, so if you retire and then just go and binge a bunch of Netflix and don't ever get up, then... Which is the dream, right? <laughs> Am I wrong? That's totally the dream. I want to do but yeah, 100. that goes to other health issues. And so we're not saying that you've got to retire and then start, you know, training to run marathons, but it's just keep your body moving, keep going. And pickleball is a huge thing. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like I might have... Uh, brought this up in the last episode for some reason, but I'm going to go ahead and point it out again because for some reason it had a, a, a large impact on me. So here it is. You remember the movie Death Becomes Her? Mm-hmm. Uh, Meryl Streep, Goldie Hawn, Bruce Willis. Okay, See, well, I need to find a lady like that, that when I get older and have the wrinkles and my hair's all raccoonish because it's coming in gray and all that stuff, mm-hmm. I need a lady like that that I can have the youth elixir. Yes. Um well, you know, my favorite part of that movie is the end where Bruce Willis's character is is the put upon husband of and or boyfriend of the two main female characters over the course of his life. And, and they sort of tend to it, it, it appears throughout a, a majority of the movie that they are going to put him in an early grave. And um, then at the very end of the movie, you see that he has basically at around the age of. 50 or 60, he's gotten a new lease on life. And he, you know, they show all of these pictures of everything he did in the latter part of his life. And it shows him like climbing mountains and, you know, being, getting out there and being active and being happy and so on and so forth. You know, he was, he was basically a drunk prior to, you know, prior to this. And so he's, he's sober and he's out there exercising and really experiencing in the world. And it's like, okay, yeah, there's no point in your life where you can't say, okay, I'm going to get out there and change the way I'm uh, approaching my life. You know, I'm going to become more active. I'm going to climb that mountain. I'm going to move to New Zealand and and frolic with the sheep. (laughs) Before we wrap, I want to go back to the name, the Power Years Network, and people are probably still confused by the Power Years term. And to me, I don't think power necessarily means physical strength, even though older people may be physically strong. I think it's more about they've lived a full life. They have all of the knowledge. They have all of the relationship advice. But the story's not done. The story is not done. The chapter, the book is not done. Yeah. Turning to the third chapter. Wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest thing when I talk to people about doing financial plans is our biggest concern is inflation and people are living longer. And so it's making sure you don't outlive your money because it used to be a standard of, hey, you know, you're going to pass away at 90, but there are people living way past that now. And so you have one body, you kind of want to take care of it and make sure that you can last that long and that you're not in your latter gears of your life and you're miserable because you haven't taken these steps just because you retire, just because you turn 50, <clears throat> Mr. Diet Coke, 
doesn't mean that your life is over. It means that you've got tons of life left to go. And so here are just different people that we're going to bring in to kind of talk about that and prepare you for what's to come. Some of the other ones we're going to do is dating. Dating, dating in your golden years. Dating in your golden years for sure, because, you know, love is still available. We're going to do one on like finding treasures in your attic, coin appraisal. And if you find fancy gold things in a treasure chest in your attic. Yeah. And (laughs) making sure you get to it before your kids do. (laughs) Another one is volunteer work. You know, after you retire, it doesn't mean you just want to sit on your lazy boy. Some people want to volunteer. Some people want a part-time job. So we're going to fill that gap with some cool sessions. Although there is a crew in New Orleans that has motorized lazy boys that will actually do the parade down the street. (laughs) I want to do one of those, (laughs) but it's always men. So like, I'm a little, you know, a little bothered by that. The girls are the ones that walk beside and hand them the drinks. I'm like, this is some bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, go to poweryearsnetwork.org. That's where you can browse all of the sessions. You can uh, claim your free ticket. You can also submit a form. Like if you want to be a speaker or if you want to suggest a topic or a speaker, you can fill out that form. You can also follow us on all of our social channels. Find that on the website. Again, that is poweryearsnetwork.org. I'm excited. I think it's going to be a great session. So tell all your friends. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there's the closing bell. You've made it to the end of yet another episode of the Bullcast Podcast. If you liked what you heard and you'd like to hear more, please feel free to go to your favorite subscription service and sign up to have our podcast, our humble little podcast, beamed directly to your listening device every single Thursday at noon. Until I'm 80. Until Katie's 80. Um, I Katie, will- 80. I will be dead by the time you reach 80, my dear, but you go on without me. Um, uh, if you'd like to find out more about Cameron, Span, Katie, Pickler, or me, Corp Winsett, feel free to go to our website. That is bullcastpodcast.com. You can uh, read our bios. You can drop a comment. You can suggest a topic if there's something you'd like to hear us talk about. Uh, and we will certainly follow up on whatever it is you deign to to give to us as far as information is concerned. Um, If you like pictures, boy, do we have pictures. We have pictures on Instagram. That Instagram handle is at Bullcast Podcast, and we also have words on X. Our X handle is at Bullcast Podcast as well. For those of you that are not in the know, X is Twitter, okay? So get with Elon, okay? I'm just saying. Uh, We do have a Facebook page. That Facebook page is Bullcast The Podcast. And finally, ladies and gentlemen, Cameron, Katie, and I all actually work for a place called Pickler Wealth Advisors. And you've probably heard us mention that before. If you'd like to find out more about us, because we've got bios on that website too, more about the company we work for, the things that we can do for you, find out about our amazing team and our amazing boss, David Pickler, please feel free to go to that website. That website is picklerwealthadvisors.com. That's advisors with an O. Not an E. Ladies and gentlemen, we've given you a lot to think about. and We've given you some dates to put on your calendar. We've given you plenty, in other words. So for now... I'm Court. I'm Katie. I'm Cam. And we're done. 